Hello and welcome back to the Three Pillars Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Tobin, a.k.a. Tobinator the Motivator, and this is episode 68, Prayer. Guys, welcome back again to the Three Pillars Podcast, the podcast where we focus on those three pillars of fitness, spiritual, mental, and physical fitness to help us grow closer to God on this, this journey through life. If you guys are tuning into this on YouTube or Rumble, please leave us a, a comment. Let me know how you're doing. Drop a like, subscribe, share this with the, with the wins. I very much appreciate that. If you're listening to this on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Anchor, anywhere else you consume podcasts, I would appreciate a, a rating or a review and also sharing this because that's really the best way to help uh, get this podcast to grow. So all that uh, ahead of time, I really appreciate all the support, all the, the comments, all the wonderful uh, people in my corner. So thank you guys for all you do. You guys absolutely rock. Um, today, we're going to jump in and talk about prayer. Got a couple passages I want to read, uh, one from Spurgeon and one from uh, a buddy of mine I picked up on Facebook. It was a really cool <clears throat> it was a really cool post about prayer, and I think that's going to help edify us today uh, in this chat. So thank you again for being here. We're going to start off, as always, with a quick word of prayer, and then we're just going to dive right in. So let's hit it. Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for giving us purpose. Thank you for being there to hear our prayers and receive them each and every day. Lord, you teach us to pray without ceasing, pray continuously. And for that, Lord, we will make a better effort to do that no matter what comes into our life. Whether it's good times or bad times, we will continue to praise your name. And thank you for being there with us even in the lowest points. Lord, I ask that you be with me today. Give me the words to say. Give the people listening the eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts to receive anything that can grow them closer to you, Lord. And I ask all this in your most heavenly name. Amen. All right. So I'm going to read a passage from Spurgeon. Uh, Charles Spurgeon is awesome. Uh, if you guys don't know who he is, you should. <laughs> He's just a very, very well-versed theologian. Got a lot of really good insights. Um and this, this passage spoke to me several months ago, but I'm going to go ahead and hit it now. i got a lot of these things banked that I want to talk about. And this is one I just kind of spun the Rolodex, and this is what landed on it, and it was prayer. So this is from the Morning and Evening Devotionals. This is from March 22nd. If you guys you know find this online, find the actual hard copy of the book. I recommend it. It's a fantastic read every single day, morning and evening. It's a great way to get your day started. So this one's going to be on prayer. So I'm just going to read it real quick. The passage for the day is Matthew 26, 39. And he went a little farther and fell on his face and prayed. Spurgeon writes, There are several instructive features in our Savior's prayer in this hour of trial. It was lonely prayer. He withdrew even from his three favored disciples. Believer, be much in solitary prayer, especially in times of trial. Family prayer, social prayer, prayer in church will not suffice. These are very precious, but the best beaten spice will smoke in your censer and your private devotions, where no ear hears but God's. It was a humble prayer. Luke says he knelt, but another evangelist says he fell on his face. Where then must I place, thou humble servant of the great master? What dust and ashes should cover thy head? Humility gives us good foothold in prayer. There is no hope of prevalence with God unless we abase ourselves that he may exalt us in due time. It was a filial prayer. Abba, Father, you will find it a stronghold in the day 
of trial to plead your adoption. You have no rights as a subject. You have forfeited them by your treason, but nothing can forfeit a child's right to a father's protection. Be not afraid to say, my father, hear my cry. Observe that it was preserving prayer. He prayed three times. Cease not until you prevail. Be as the importunate widow whose continual coming earned what her first supplication could not win. Continue in prayer and watch in the same with thanksgiving. Lastly, it was the prayer of resignation. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. Yield and God yields. Let it be as God wills and God will determine for the best. Be thou content to leave thy prayer in his hands. Who knows when to give and how to give and what to give and what to withhold. That's important. So pleading earnestly, importunately, yet with humility and resignation, thou shalt surely prevail. Beautiful, right? He breaks it down there at the end. When you are praying, do it not just, not just to go through the motions. So do it earnestly. When you're earnestly praying, it's actually from the heart. It's not just so other people can see. It's not so other people can hear you. You know, pray not as the heathens do, right? Out in the, in the, in the streets, you know, let, make a big spectacle of it. This example of Christ getting away from all the distractions of the world. He had to get up so early in the morning because you know how many people were trying to take from him all day long. Because that's what people do when there's somebody who's got stuff and is willingly giving it. Well, you give somebody an inch, you're going to take a mile and they're going to keep taking and taking and taking and taking and taking. And being fully human and fully God, that being the fully human part of the aspect, fully God, he can obviously keep giving and giving and giving. Being fully human, that does take a toll on your body. You have to get away. You have to find your peace. And that's what the Lord did. Christ went and he went in the wee hours of the morning when everybody was sleeping and he got away and he prayed with humility in his heart. You know, whether he was low on the ground or just taking a knee, he was low, he was he was humble, he was earnestly praying to God the Father. You know, if there's another way, let it happen, but I will do what you need me to do. That's what, you know, the, the gist of it. And that's, again, that's a human uh, aspect, trying to, uh, understanding those human emotions. You know, we are God's image bearer on earth. We have, we share his attributes, him being fully human on earth has the same attributes that he has in heaven you know, only amplify because he's the you know <laughs> the creator of the universe right but he's still experiencing life as a human for our sake you know when he's when he's praying you know abba father you know hear my cry that's that's takes a lot of pride uh you have to swallow a lot of pride i should say to ask for help I'm probably the world's worst at asking for help if I need something done I would rather just do it myself than ask however many people would come rushing to help if I just needed something quickly I know there's a lot of people who would do it but for some reason in my head it's so hard to ask for help for things I'm aware of that and I just it's still that's something I struggle with maybe that's a man thing who else if you guys have the same issue let me know how you get over it because it's very hard for me to ask for help on anything I'd rather endure it. That's just, I guess that's just me. But that's what Christ shows us. So the lesson there is don't be afraid to ask for help. So maybe I just answered my own question.
not to abuse it, say, hey, guys, can you help me with every little thing that I do? But if you really need some help doing something because you're behind, you're over your head, you're, you need to, you're drowning, whatever, you need to ask for help. Persevering prayer. I might have said preserving earlier. My bad. Persevering prayer is just to continually pray. And this gets into this other passage I want to share with you guys. When you pray and it doesn't exactly go how you you think or what you think it should go or how it should go, the response or anything like that, uh, just just listen up and, and we'll talk about it. Remember, this is this is awesome. I'm glad it popped on my feed today. It says, when you pray for someone to be healed, but the opposite happens, you sometimes wonder if your prayer wasn't good enough or if you aren't righteous enough or your faith tank is too low. Other times you wonder why some people get that, wow, God, triumphant miracle story while you sit there still praying, still waiting, changing up the words you pray to find that perfect key fit to unlock the miracle. When it comes to God healing or choosing not to heal, I know the right answer in my brain but my heart doesn't get it and keeps asking why. One day while I was pondering that, a very wise friend said this, and in one fell swoop called a truce between my head and my heart. And here's what they said about God sometimes choosing not to heal. Wait, what? God doesn't always heal? I disagree. Prayers for healing are the safest prayers we can pray because God always says yes. Now, let's define yes. If he heals you here on earth, your healing is temporary. It's still good and amazing, but it will not last forever. You're going to get sick again. You will die. I've never met a 2,000-year-old Christian. But if he releases you from your mortal body and heals you in that way, then you're healed forever. No more sickness, no more pain, and no more tears. The problem isn't Sometimes God heals and sometimes he doesn't. The problem is we've begun to cherish this, quote, temporary healing over eternal healing. So much so, we now dismiss eternal healing as any type of healing at all. I hope this helps you as much as it did me. That really brought a lot of things into perspective. We talked about God saying before, you know, yes, no, or not yet. And this is along those same lines. But if we're talking about when we pray, and you can apply this, this healing prayer aspect, you know, you can apply it to your finances. You can apply this to you know, whatever you've got going on in relationships and, and anything like that. You can apply the same kind of concept across the board. Um, when you're when you're praying and he answers you it's exactly what you need to hear that's what it gets to at the end of the day it, you, with your mortal mind you can't necessarily comprehend the mind of god you can try because that's the, kind of the beauty of being humans on this earth is we we want to experience god we want to understand god but if you can understand every aspect of god and know him up one side and down the other is it is that really your god worth worshiping i, I don't know I don't think that's heretical. I think he's, he exists so much outside of our expanse that our constant seeking of knowledge and constant seeking of understanding and unlocking new aspects of him every single day by looking at ourselves and how we operate. I think that is, is, a, is part of it, part of our understanding of what, what, what and who God is. But a lot of things he does operates outside of our, our, our you know, three-dimensional brains 
because he exists outside of time and space. So his plan it will not always go according to your plan. <laughs> Let's be real for a minute. You are part of his plan, his story, history, right? So what you've got to do is continue. Don't be discouraged by the answer not being exactly what you want. Because you're going to get exactly what you need. Every time. Every time. And again, it's not, Lord, I, I just need $10,000 to get me out of this hole that I'm in. You know, how do I do that? And maybe it's he, he brings somebody again into your life that can help you take what you've got and turn it into $10,000. Maybe he just poof, you win a lottery, hit $10,000, unlikely. Or maybe he's, he hits you with $1,000 off of something. And now you can turn that, you can steward that and turn it into $10,000 based off of some other things that, that happen. Uh, you know, there's a lot of things, ways that can be answered. Yes, no, or not yet. But he's all, he hears your prayers, every single one. How many billions of people on this earth? He hears every single prayer. How does he do it? He's God. You don't have to understand that. He's God. He, he can exist everywhere at once. He can exist. He's, he's your personal intercessor. Every single person has a direct line to God when you pray. So if, if there's 8 billion people on earth all saying the same thing at the same time, there can be 8 billion of his aspects personally interceding for you into the entire mind and, and concept that is God, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. It's, it's kind of mind-blowing when you think about it. But that is what he can do that because he's God. No other entity on, in, in these realms can do that because he is the creator. He exists outside of time. He exists before time. He will exist after time. Everything else is created by him. Every other entity is created by him. Every other realm, if you want to get in that, is created by him. But it gives us the free will to exist with him or not. And that should be a pretty humbling thought. Because again, he could make you a little autonomous drone, but he doesn't. He allows you to exist and go through this journey and, and, and choose him or not. And when you choose him and you decide to give your life to him and you, and you accept his salvation and accept that grace, now it is up to you to take that grace and pay for it to someone else and try to help bring somebody else into the fold through your prayers, through his intercession, through the tools that he gives you every day to operate in this world. Prayer being probably the most powerful tool. And then you've got your armor that you put on every day. Okay? So prayer is power. There's power in prayer. Remember when you pray, just to go back to Spurgeon to wrap it up, it does need to be earnest. So pleading earnestly, import, importunately, yet with humility and resignation, thou shalt surely prevail. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. Yield and God yields. Let it be as God wills, and God will determine for the best. Be thou content to leave thy prayer in his hands. Who knows when to give and how to give and what to give and what to withhold. So when you throw it to the Lord, whatever comes back, this is your will, Lord. My next prayer is to help me uh, carry out your will. Give me the strength to carry it out now that I know what you need me to do.
That simple. That's all I got for you guys this week, ladies and gents. That's a little spiel on prayer. I hope that was edifying for you guys. This is always a, a fun, fun time to get on and chat. I apologize for missing last week. It's just one of those, I get, <laughs> works, works nuts, nuts. If I get a chance to get in here and do it, I do it. Um, but if you want to hear more of it, obviously let me know. Let me know what you got going on in your mind. We'll talk about it. I'll bring it out, bring it up. If you need to email me, uh, my email is in, in pretty much all of the links uh, across the board, but it's chasetobin0311 at gmail.com. That's how you can reach me. Shoot me an email, title it Three Pillars Podcast. Tell me what you got going on, and we'll discuss it. If you want to come on and talk about something, bring bring yourself. We'll talk about it. A lot of people want to got something to say. I've got a little bit of a platform. Not a lot of people listen to it. It's all right. We got a lot, a lot of listens. A lot of, a lot of people who are returning listeners, but we can grow that audience if if you guys help bring more people to the fold. And that's how it'll be. Again, I thank you guys for tuning in. We're going to end this with a quick word of prayer and kick you guys out for another stellar weekend, all right? Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for hearing our prayers and, and answering our prayers every time we send one up, Lord. Lord, I ask in that note that you bless anyone tuning into this with abundance eternal. Give them the tools and resources to be abundant and to overflow their cups into other people because you are constantly filling them up and you are surrounding them with people who fill them up. So it's a constant renewal in all their spirits and the spirits of those around, be it physical, material, spiritual, any kind of wealth imaginable, let them be abundant in you, Lord. Lord, I ask that you be with my family, be with the the nation this weekend, Lord. There are a tragic event, September 11th, 2001 occurred and we want to remember those who died, those who went in to rescue you, those, those feelings. We should never forget those, Lord. Help us to heal continuously and to always um, get, to the, get to the bottom of these things, that we understand the root and that we can never let this happen again. Soften the hearts of, the, of our enemies. Let them know that we probably have a lot more in common than we think. Lord, I ask that you just, just give peace to the nation this weekend because there's going to be a lot of emotions going through. Lord, I ask this in your holy name. Amen. So again, I just remember that this weekend, September 11th, uh, as we are going through this, don't forget those guys. There's a lot of a lot of folk that signed up for the military right after that event. I was too young to do it. I did end up doing it later on in life, but... Um, that was probably one of the, the key factors is want to be able to serve and take care of, of business against the enemies of, of this country. This is a great country. We can bring it back to a more Christ-led country if we all do our part. If everybody does their part individually to be strong, to be, to be faithful to the Lord, to, uh, to produce, to uh, you know, not just exist in this world, it will make it so much better. So there's your charge. There's my, my prayer uh, to the Lord for you guys to be abundant, to be strong, to be faithful every single day. Not much more I can ask, guys. Appreciate you again tuning in. Again, this is Chase Tobin with the Three Pillars Podcast. We'll catch you guys next week. Tobinator, out. <laughs>